Okay, sorry, but but the last podcast, I don't, I'm not sure what I'm what I'm doing here. Didn't last it for very very short. Um, bear with me. I'm still learning to do this. Um, my name is Kim, and I grew up with a really really crappy family. Father was an alcoholic. Mother was very abusive, and managed to barely scrape by and get through high school. Graduated. And was told that I wanted to be a court reporter. And being young and stupid, listened to my mother and tried it, didn't like it. Ended up, you know, spending a number of years after that working as a secretary for my father, weighing um, rival trucks for my maternal grandfather. And when it finally came down to it, ended up working in a jail. For, for a number of years, and so I tend to be, you know, kind of jaded at this point, but um, I, I mean, I finally managed to, I guess, get to a point where I started standing on my own two feet. They discovered ADD when I was in my early 20s, and about 10 years ago, they discovered I'm bipolar on top of everything else. Um, and I'm, I'm divorced, was married 17 years, been divorced 10 years, was diagnosed with bipolar after the divorce, and really hadn't had any relationship, relationship except for an asshole ex-boyfriend that I was involved with for a little over a year, was an alcoholic. Finally dawns on me, you know, my father was an alcoholic and probably, sh- and I went to Al-Anon, probably should have been in there a long time ago. And, um, and it's, it's, and I've got a year and three months there. And it's, it's not been an easy road. Um, if you've got alcoholic family members, drug addicts, um, Please, please go to a twelve-step program. They they really do work. Um, I just started Codependence Anonymous three months ago, and right before the COVID virus hit and everything got got locked down, so I've been having to do meetings online in the rooms. Um, they do everything from AA to to Narcanon, Al-Anon, Coda, Adult Children of Alcoholics, you name it. Uh, so if you need to at least get started, want to look into it there in the rooms is a real good place to start. Um, that doesn't cost anything to join or to be a part. Um, but they do. But each 12-step group asks for um, donations because they still have to pay rent for the um, for them to have meetings online. Um, and, and with the COVID virus going around, everybody's still on lockdown. Um, it's, it's, you know, their, their rooms have been really packed and they've been having to do, expand their broad, broadband width to, you know, to handle all the extra people. But, you know, not to discourage you, please, please get help. Um, you know, it doesn't matter how long you've been dealing with it. 
just just get help and and just and don't sit there and suffer like you know like I've done um if if you get afraid or think you might have um bipolar or you know depression of any sort if you're suicidal, please call for help um if nothing else. You know, call a suicide hotline or call 911 and, and, and get help. I mean, it, it can get better. Um, I mean, if there's anybody that's just like I am that, that, that with the, with the serious family issues, I'll go into a little, little bit here in a minute. You know, so, you know, so you understand, cause I know I'm not the only one out there going through this shit. Um, when I was growing up, my mom, my mother was my my father was never around. My mother was always abusive. Um, the abuse wasn't. And I know there's people that probably abused worse than I was over the years. But one of the things I remember the, the most is being or getting sick at. While I was in elementary school with the sixth grade, and the teacher sent or the nurse sending me home because I was throwing up and running a hundred and two degree fever, and I could hear my mother yelling at her on the phone, telling her that's normal for her. She's faking. She's lying. And how it could affect that temperature, I don't know, because the nurse stood there with me and watched me. The whole time the thermometer was in my mouth, that was back when they used mercury thermometers. That's, that's about a million years ago, I think. Um, and, you know, I got rubber getting sent home. My mother beat the shit out of me with a belt, leaving marks all up and down my legs. And, and sent me back to school sick. And I went back to the nurse's office. And she... She just was like, just stay here for, you know, for the rest of the day. I'll go get your homework and for your schoolwork and stuff so you don't fall behind. You can sit here in the nurse's office and, and do your homework. I'll help you, which was really good. I, I spent quite a bit of time in her office because, you know, I was a sick, sickly kid. Um, I, I skated, too. I loved it and was, was really good. And the, the the big thing was my mother made me quit when I was 16 and told my mother and my father I was, or my grandmother who was paying for it, and my father that I was tired of skating, which I wasn't. She told me I had to quit because my grades weren't good. So she, she basically lied to everybody. I, I, you know, there, there's so much in my life, you know, I'm not even sure um, what the truth is or isn't about growing up. There's a lot of my childhood I don't remember, but as soon as this um, lockdown is, is lifted, I plan on going going into my doctor who, is, who left last week to go play military games. You know, or go do meatball surgery for the military because Trump can't quit blowing everybody up without approval. Um, when he, he's supposed to be back in December, um, and it really scares me because I'm insulin dependent, diabetic. You know, I'm, I'm sure that'll 
Fred water until he gets back. But I just they just found back in December or November that I was in the beginning stages of kidney disease. And he wanted me to come in back, you know, this this past month to redo blood work to check it. Well, I'm on Medicare and they provided with me rides to the doctor and when I had the appointment, made the appointment for the ride, you know, like a week in advance, and they told me it was okay. I wasn't sure if it was just too early, but they never came and picked me up, so I missed the appointment. Got in to see another doctor the next day, and mind you, I'm um, insulin dependent, and he put me on, was trying to put me on a liquid diet, refused to check my blood work. I was sitting there running a low-grade fever, didn't check me to find out why. I know it's not, not the cold because I don't have any of the symptoms. I think it may be either sinus or a bladder infection I'm trying to get. Or it's been acting up, I guess, intermittently the last few weeks. But at this point, my only option right now is to end up going through the emergency room and having them bill me because if I walk into an urgent care, it's going to cost me 65 bucks. And I wouldn't advise to that, that they were going to charge 65 bucks for going in, even going into my own clinic to see a different doctor because it wasn't my um, primary care. And insurance, I feel for anybody that's on Medicare because they are so stubborn. I mean, they're not willing to meet you halfway or even compromise even in a situation like this where my, my doctor has been reactivated into the military, apparently he has to serve several months out of the year, and I've missed him, and, I, and I'm not going to get to see him again until December. So, you know, this, and this, this is all aggra aggravating the devil out of me. Um, it's had me stressed as hell, and... I mean, just anxiety like crazy. The new, the the replacement doctors trying to put me on a um, a liquid diet for the next three months because he thinks he's going to crash 150 pounds off of me, and and no, that's not happening. That's not safe. I mean, even by any any doctor's standards, you don't do that. Um, I mean, you know, if you're curious about a doc about a diet, get a hold of the American Diabetes Association and they can help you. Um, I mean, that that's a more sensible way to go about it than listen to some of these doctors. Um, and on top of that, with my mother, she she swears up and down she can't she can't handle stress, which is bullshit. Because she put up with my father for 33 years. And he he's enough to send anybody into the um, psych ward screaming. He was such an asshole. And now the, my stepfather won't let her have anything to do with me. She He's forced her to cut off all contact. And when I've needed help trying not to lose a roof over my head or I was going to go homeless, she told me, you deserve to be homeless. 
which is not true. Um, that nobody deserves that. So, I mean, if I've been homeless a few times, spent my share of time more than I ever wanted to, you know, in and out of shelters back in Dallas, which, which really sucked, by the way. Um, but thankfully, at this point, you know, I'm able, I'm trying to get back up on my feet. But I, you know, I got a real big blow last night after spending several weeks fighting with the bank because I, I made the mistake of ordering or placing an order for groceries and having them delivered. So if, if, if whoever's delivering the groceries is using Instacart, don't use Instacart because they, they charged me $20 for a $10 delivery and then sold my, my bank information to God knows who. And I, 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 if I hadn't got all this shit straightened out and stopped and all the, all the overdraft fees and everything were funny, it, I was looking at losing like $500 total by the time, by the end of it, which, you know, is, is not funny, especially when you're on disability. And like I said, but back to my mother, I found out last night after having to deal with all this other crap and being stressed as hell um, that my favorite uncle passed away three years ago and she didn't tell me. I mean, you know, it, if I'd been in a bad place or a dark place, you know, it that, that'd been one thing, but I wasn't. I wasn't. I haven't been in a place, you know, that bad that you couldn't have told me something like that in 10 years since they diagnosed my bipolar. Um, for those of you that aren't, aren't, that are looking at a diagnosis and just getting started, um, hang in there, keep taking your medication. Eventually they'll, they'll get the right combination and, and it'll put your head, head straight again. And you'll, you'll think a lot clearer. Um, I'm not saying I don't have bad days. I do. Believe me, I, I've had, I have days that you know, all I can do is just sit here and, and blubber and cry like crazy. Um, my biggest thing right now is I, I, I've got a bad habit of, of thinking a lot about my past and, and all the mistakes I've made and trying not to obsess over them and trying not to beat myself up, uh, up over it either, which is hard not to do. Um, like I said, but you know that if you're in in a situation where you know, you, you think you may be codependent, if you're like I am, you know I had had a whole lot of boyfriends or a whole lot of men, but pretty pretty much every serious relationship I've had, except for one, um, they cheated on me, treated me like dirt, and acted like just like total dumbasses. And, you know, I can look back now and, and realize, you know, that, that that's not good. That's part of what sent me on in to, you know, go code, code, codependence anonymous, you know, to get help and try and get my head straightened out, which, you know, it, some days it's good, some days it's bad. But, you know, I, I see a lot of people in these groups that have been there a few years, worked 
program and it, it, it works for them. And I keep telling myself it'll work for me. The, I mean, the first hardest step is knowing, is, is asking for help and realizing, you know, I, I need help. And we're actually reaching out for it and actually getting the help. Um, I don't know if this, you know, if, if you're afraid of, you know, getting help or you're not sure, uh, leave me a message and or try to, and I'll do my best to try to get back in touch with you, you know, so we can chat and we can help. I can help get you or help you reach out. For, for help um, because no nobody should have to suffer like this absolutely nobody um, you know I'm and, and I'll admit you know it's it's not an easy easy thing to do you know going through trying to work these steps and you definitely need a sponsor and the groups and the meetings and you know, it's a lot of hard work but it just it's been so far the, the the work I've done has just been there. It's, it's been worth it. Um, and if you're one, if you're still young, you've got you know you're in an abusive situation. Um, I'm not going to recommend what you do to get out of it, other than just get out. <clears throat> I mean, my mother beat up on me. I reached out for help. You know, to my some other family members. I mean the, the school nurse counselors growing up and I mean they saw the bruises on my legs and back when she would spank me or beat my beat me up basically. And um they they'd go confront her about it. She'd lie to them and about it and they believed her so you know it, it's hard getting out but at this point I think nowadays it's 2020 I think it's a lot easier to get out than than what it was when I was a kid and it needs to be that way um, but you have to beware you know some skepticism because I've Heard of people hollering, you know, kids saying, oh, well, I was abused. I was beat up, treated like shit. And the kid being pulled out of the home and investigation done, come to find out that the kid was lying. <clears throat> I mean, if you don't like your, your home situation, I mean, there's other ways to deal with it. Um, then then turn your parents in for doing something they're not doing. But on the same same hand, I mean, if it's going on, reach out and get help. Um, I mean, it that shit, you know, I wish I'd been able to get out and, and there had been somebody more willing to step up to help me because I still hear these tapes in my head running Tell me you're not worth it. You deserve all the bad stuff that's happening to you. Um, and I keep, you know, I catch myself and, and remember, 
you know, the, the code of literature that I've read, and it says that, that I don't deserve that. And, you know, and I want to believe it, but some days it, it's really hard to do. Like, you know, last night after I, after all the BS I've been through this last week, and my doctor leaving me not getting to see him before he left, and I'm going to have to wait till December to see him again, you know, that, that was hard enough, and, you know, being worried about my kidneys and, and everything else. And then, you know, I've been in a serious anxiety attack for days now. Then the, then the, I guess the step in, he wasn't willing to check my kidneys, my, my sugar level, none of that. All he wanted to do was, was flirt and put me on a liquid diet to lose weight fast. And for those of you wanting to lose weight, don't, that, that is not the way to do it. You, you salad tuna fish sandwich, you know, and, and lose it slow because you didn't gain it fast. Um, right now, I'm not sure what all else to say um, other than, you know, I'm going to keep trying to do this. I don't know how often I'm going to, I'm going to do it, um, I'm, but I'm going to keep trying and hopefully somebody can can get help because of what I've gone through. And, you know, if nothing else, you know, I don't know how this works, how the messaging works, because this is my first first time with the podcast. But if it does message, let you leave messages, um, I'll, I'll try my best to try to try to get back in touch and, and, and talk to you and try to help help get you out of a bad situation and into a better one. But unfortunately, it, it, sometimes that's, that's hard to do and you just need the courage to do it. And I'm hoping if you're listening and you are in a bad situation and being abused by, you know, family, spouse, boyfriend, any, anybody, um, hopefully I can help you step away and get out of it. Because I don't want to see somebody else go through what I've gone through. It sucks and it hurts. And nobody should have to suffer like this. And with that, I'm going to sign off for now. Um, Until next time, thank you for listening.